I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 611. We return to the Blum Treehouse of Horror with Nocturne and Evil Eye. There we go. I think we figured out why they led with the other two. Yeah, yep. no kidding. Oof. I was thinking after our conversation last week, you know, we're like, why did they start with these? These weren't even that scary. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, yeah. Now we know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're going to get worse. <laughs> I think it all makes sense now. Yes. Yeah. Like, they were smarter than we thought. Well, <laughs> I mean, it is Blumhouse. They do know what they're doing. Well, yeah. but it's like they knew what they were doing. We just didn't know what we were Correct. in for. Correct. <laughs> knew what they were doing, but now when it came to actually making the movies themselves. Also yes. correct. Yeah. <laughs> They might be spreading themselves a little too thin. Before we dig in too much, we should probably go around the virtual table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you find your podcasts. You Spreaker. Can find Spreaker, wherever you find your podcasts. <laughs> How much did you invest in Spreaker? <laughs> invest? When you create it, you don't have to invest. <laughs> See, this is the difference between our investing prowess. Kevin invested yeah, right, in Spreaker, right. and I bought Peloton. <laughs> well, you look, which one have you heard of, boys? <laughs> yes. Also, don't forget, you can find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and uh, you can also become a real-life League of Show Sharer member by... Uh, sharing an episode. People who were kind enough to share the show this week, Heather Sachs, Librarian Cynthia, Chris Falls, Gabriel Lugo, Travis Tewitt, Chris Williams, Tammy Sherman Powers, Ralph Tribble, Chris Sanders, Matt Neglia, Random Chatterings, 
Uh, Daniel and Dean from the Movie Journey podcast, Nerdvert. Did I say that right? Nerdrovert? I think it's Nerdavert, isn't uh, it? Well, that's how you say it usually. Gotcha. <laughs> Quasi-offensive. Yeah. Uh, Nerd Adonis, spoiler piece theater. Hold on, do uh, we have a lawsuit on our hands there? I know, It's right? getting awfully close. Uh, James from Geek to Me Radio, Ronnie Castle, Colby Mack, Ryan Terry, Aaron White from the feel, from Feel and Film, J.D. Duran from Duran Duran. No, from Insect to <laughs> Film. Uh, invasion of the remake. So uh, thank you very much, guys, for sharing the show. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, also, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get uh, all sorts of bonus content and you help out, and we appreciate it. And, and there's, some, there's something special. Yeah, there's yeah. something special coming uh, hopefully on the 30th, with any luck. As I see Kevin rubbing the sleep from his eyes. I'm not entirely sure that's going to happen, but that's the plan. <laughs> did not sleep well this weekend. <laughs> I'm very tired. So, um, but yeah, I did. A, I did a commentary track with uh, a friend of the show, uh, Learn from KC95 about uh, the Crow. So and that that movie takes place on October 30th. So we figured now would be a good time to to knock that out. And then, in the interest of fair time, after you do one about the Crow, you can do one about Tom Servo. Well, I, I would love to do one about Tom Servo. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in. Which one of these uh, movies? Uh, so I, I guess I watched. Oh, them, I mean, here. I watched them in Evil Eye and then Nocturne. So I did the opposite. I I did it the Joe way. I did Evil Eye. Two out of three. Nah, majority rules. Okay. I mean, sure. Finish. Finish yeah. crappily. That's fine. I, yeah. I, I think no matter which direction <laughs> we go, we're gonna finish that. Yeah, way. I know. The, so the, the the piles of crap are definitely lower. Depending on which way we go. So Evil Eye, yeah. uh, I think, might be a cinematic first. It, well, as in? As in, uh, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a movie say this before. It said, based on an audible original. Did I you know? did oh, see that. Oh, this is the one. Ba- I, I, heard, I heard about this. Yeah. This might be the first movie ever based on a podcast, right? So now Amazon is scooping into their Audible right. original content to make movies, whereas they used to go to comic books and books and all yeah. that. That's interesting. I, I can't recall. I mean, I, I can't say for sure that no one's ever done it, but definitely this is the first time I've ever heard Audible mentioned in that. I think, yeah, I think this is a burgeoning thing in podcasts, which is fiction podcasts where they actually mm-hmm. tell a story. Uh, other people might remember it as old time radio it's exactly what it is (laughs) they love that they're like fiction podcast these are amazing (laughs) and i'm like yeah that's not new you know that right what what's old is new again it's you know the fact that you know radio eventually turned into tv and movies and all that stuff and then podcasts definitely have killed radio and now podcasts are like well let's tell stories yeah (laughs) it's so crazy (laughs) like there's a there's a wolverine podcast like there's like i think it's like uh it was pretty good wasn't it reporter oh yeah the first season was pretty solid like a reporter trying to track down this legend of urban legend of this guy so like the hulk tv show but with wolverine kind (laughs) of yeah Kind of. That's pretty much what it was, yeah. I heard David Goyer is going to do a whole... Oh, uh, fuck, no. (laughs) I mean, he is. Like, that's the... uh, Whatever, man. Uh. That guy. You know, it's so weird. I was just watching something that talked about him before he was this version of David Goyer. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, he did write some interesting stuff. Well, yeah. And then... And now he's here, and it's just like, go away. Nobody likes you. Like show, you're us, the, you're, show us on the Joe doll where David Goyer touched you. <laughs> right in my heart. 
<laughs> yeah. Like he just I mean You hate I, him so much. I, well because he's such a hack. Like people are people gush about like oh he wrote The Dark Knight and I was like you know Jonathan Nolan was also involved in that. So I think David Goyer was like would show up with a new tattoo and <laughs> shave his head while he's there cuz he's so cool. And then Jonathan Nolan would take care of the heavy lifting. Ugh, David <laughs> so his, his job was just to show up with his new tattoo. Yeah, yeah, and then shave his head. Oh yeah, I so sorry, evil I didn't eye. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so I, so he, I, I will say that it being an audible original, I think it really once you know that you can't unknow it, and because there's so little that goes on in this movie that's visually interesting, with with the exception of. Their flashbacks to you know the the incident quote unquote like so much of it is just it really feels like they just took the script from a radio play and they put them in a room and filmed them saying it. Yeah, yeah. well, there, for, to build on that, there is so little that happens. Yeah, and then the flashbacks, like all of these movies, with the exception of the lie, the reveal is so obvious. What what else did you think it was going to be? The mom's all cagey and scared and worried. Yeah. You flash back to India, you know, where she lives, and it's a different woman than the daughter, so she's clearly not seeing the future for the daughter because it's a different person at the same age. And it's like, yeah, she's having a traumatic fight. Like, none of these reveals right. hit you over the head where you're like, oh, my God. So... So basically, they tried to make their own Twilight Zone slash Black Mirror. That's they, what this is, right? Like, this is just his... Clearly, his, the Welcome to the Blumhouse is their attempt to make the Twilight Zone. That's and exactly... When I they, got to the fourth one, of when I got to Nocturne, I was like, oh, that's what he's trying to do. They all have a twist. Yeah. Right. They're all not very good, and they all don't need to be hour and a half movies. It's I like, don't know. I, think the, I do think the first two... The Lie is good. That's yeah, the only I the one I will say. Yeah, good, like, and I think... There are parts of Nocturne when we get there that I did enjoy. Oh, I hated Over, Nocturne. I, I thought Nocturne I was horrible. Don't disagree, but I I will say there were parts of it that I was like, okay, you know. Um, but they but, beat and switched everyone with the Halloween thing. Yes, none of these are really scary or horror yeah. none of these no they no. screwed people over welcome to the blum house four creepy tales from jason blum the master well, of eight, horror right aren't we getting four more of these yeah i think there's four more right eight but not this month they're, oh, they're coming okay. later but but this october you know welcome to the blum house do you think this does any damage to his name or to the name of Blumhouse? I don't think so. I don't think it does any damage to his name, but I think that they Amazon did a huge bait and switch on people. I don't think sure. it damages his name only because it's on Amazon. If this was yes. on Netflix, oh, I, sure. I think it could do some damage, but I just don't think it's getting enough traction with no. regular people yeah. for uh for it to really do long-term damage. Is my, I, is that's, my guess. That's probably true. I was just thinking, you know, you can build up enough uh, clout with moviegoers for to maybe get like three or four swings and a miss. Yeah, but when you put out something like this, and that you know it's it's hy- like Kevin said, it's hyped up. Uh, I think that could that that bad word of mouth could be more damaging than than not. But you make a good point. It's on Amazon. If you're, I think the only people that are looking this at looking for this stuff are the people that are Blumhouse devotees. Well, this right. is essentially a season of TV is what they did. Again, yeah, this yeah. is like they're trying to do a Twilight Zone and calling it the Welcome to the Blumhouse. But the problem is, is that the lie, 
the lie is the only one that's like really good and that definitely isn't like that has less horror than all these other ones have in it Mm -hmm. and then all these other ones it's like they're so slow and meandering the twists you can see from a mile away and then that none of them made me the lie aside none of these made me feel scared tension horror i'm like i'm like yeah, uh, so l- I guess let's do Evil Eye first, which here's what I, I thought was say. the better of the two. But I agree, and here's what I will say: I just to, on a positive note, yeah, uh, I appreciate seeing um, an Indian horror movie. Yeah, you know, like I, I, oh, I loved the culture stuff. Like yeah. hats off for them. Yes, the stuff cor- that works. Yeah, yes, and I think and I did like the daughter. I thought the daughter. And it was a solid actor. I thought she was fine. Everything else was around good. her. Yeah, the mom was good. And the dad is actually the like the guru from Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, which is very funny. Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with the actors. It's the story. It's the yeah. fact the that they dragged is, it yeah. into a film. And it's just like nothing's really happening. Oh, there might be some bad stuff going <laughs> on here. But let's see. Oh, is the mom going to? come home because they're on the phone the the entire movie is the daughter talking to the mom until the last right, 15 minutes because right. so it's, it's a radio a, play yeah, right radio. that's what i'm saying so it's like as a film but you're which right. i gotta tell you though like this uh, so the only audible original i've listened to is they call me god which is the story of the dc sniper which is enthralling because they talk to like everybody that was involved in that case i could see this being pretty fun a fun little horror audible thing. Sure. Right? Like, if you're only getting the, the com- like, if you're not having to look at anything and you're getting the conversations from the mom and the daughter and And if it's 45 kind of... minutes long. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I could see this working, but it just, for whatever reason, it just did not transfer. That format did not transfer to the No. To TV. Because it, it all hinges on work. phone calls. It's a, it's, mm-hmm. it's a movie about a phone call. And several phone calls, and so it it wasn't. Well, isn't it weird that we say that? But like we, but searching, which is a movie about a guy on the playing on the internet. That's what I was saying. Is like we was great. We, we kind of praised searching and unfriended. unfriended like yeah, the concept is is whatever. But it's a it yeah. was a decent movie. You're right. I mean, you're right with the right script. I mean, but to that extent, I mean, buried uh, the tom hardy on a phone driving oh um, lock both I mean, of those are fantastic sure there's movies. phone booth i guess probably is better than this uh you know i mean there's, there's no there's no bat nipples in, in in phone booth i was disappointed it's a joe it's a joel Schumacher <laughs> oh, okay. movie. Uh, oh okay um rest in peace yeah right. Jeez. Ah, speak ill of the but uh <laughs> he made two bad batman movies though. yeah so Let's get into the story and, and what the mom and daughter are doing here. So, like we talked about in the very or should beginning, we just press we play this... on Audible. Sorry, here we go. I know. Uh, press yeah, play. Right, listen yeah. to this and come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a little flashback of some incident, the inciting incident, uh, and then we flash forward and we meet um, uh, our main character, who I, I mean, I don't remember her name, and she is living in America. Her family is back in India. She kind of has like a typical American outlook on life she's not really into a relationship she doesn't want to have do the arranged marriage thing uh and her mother is definitely pushing uh for the arranged marriage like i guess the the idea is you have to be married by the time you're 30 and uh the daughter wants nothing to do with it so um the the mom ends up and i don't know maybe it's because i have no uh soul 
<laughs> that's probably true too. <laughs> but like no like comprehension of that culture, right? Okay. Right, like just the whole arranged marriage thing. Yeah, and- like I'm, I'm, I was just sitting here thinking that like our. Because I honestly don't know, like, is that still this big of a thing in that culture? Right. Because because it keeps coming up a lot, and I can't figure if it comes up a lot because it's still a thing, or if it's just become a lazy storytelling device. I think it is tension. a thing. Yeah, I, I think. But it is even still but a you thing. think it's even for somebody for a daughter that like lives in America? Yeah, I mean, I think if your parents are in India, if your parents are first generation, then mm-hmm. I guess that's true. You know, that's fair. No, I, I really do. And so I like the way that it spoke to the culture. And again, it's not like we're experts, but I do believe it's a thing. And I like how the characters in the film can relate over that because they're like, yeah, this is a meeting because I think that the pressure is on these kids that have parents that are first generation. Like Tom said, like all the culture stuff I thought was interesting. I was glad to see a movie that revolved around it, especially an American movie. But that, you know, because obviously if you get watch an Indian movie, you're going to get more of that. But it's nice that they chose one of the stories to be about Indian culture. And and, uh, I found that stuff really interesting. But it's just the story and the suspense and the mystery part of it that really lacked. And so just real quick back to the arranged marriage stuff. Did they I'm trying to remember, did they actually use the term arranged marriage? I don't think so. Because I'm honestly wondering if if quote unquote arranged marriage is more about our bias than this movie because like oh. because is it an is it an arranged marriage as we think of it, right? Or is it just parents pushing the daughter to marry someone of their own culture and background oh that's interesting i never thought of that yeah i think the latter it's not arranged because if that's the case like that's not weird at all right i mean i mean like i'm not saying that you should push for it i'm saying that like that's not weird in terms of that's not a new or unusual thing i I, mean i think it's even my grandmother when she found out she was one of the one of her first questions when i started dating leanne was is she is she italian right yeah, I mean, like, it's a plot well? point in The Godfather. That movie's not oh, yeah. that far removed from today. You know what I mean? And Yeah, right. arranged marriage, I think, is when two families say, you are going to get married, and they have a no financial choice. benefit. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think we're using that as shorthand. Yeah. But- but it is in in their culture, I believe, it just it seems more prominent that they want, you know, what their daughter or their sons they want them to marry another indian yeah. person that has the same culture so yeah sure, i think sure, maybe sure, we're sure. using the word wrong and i'm glad you point that out but it's not like a range but it's like oh you meet this boy because he's a nice indian boy but the parents are the family are a little bit more hands-on and like yes. here's someone to meet to the to the point where the mom is setting up right like she's like i have a i have a date for you yeah and of course the daughter's like no like and finally like the mom kind of pleads to her softer side she's like can you just do like i'll do this one more time and then i'm done I, i'm not doing this anymore so she goes uh and of course they i gotta tell you when she walked up in that dress i was like good lord they're like, both the leads of this movie are gorgeous i mean there's no my goodness doubt. i mean <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah she's stunning you know the dude that she meets is really handsome like i said both the leads look like they came out of a maxim magazine like they're like <laughs> models you know for sure they're very they have very like stunning features yes right so she sees this guy and they she kind of bails she doesn't go in right away and then i think does she go back in but it's not the guy so she's meeting the blind date and the blind date is late but she sees another indian man in there and it yes. begins thinking that oh he must be the date and then she figures out that he's not but she likes him better 
And yes. So she kind of plays hard to get over. I him. do like where like she tells her mom that she bailed on the date and she was like, he was late. What did you want me to do? Totally. Like, this is, you yeah. know, of course. Uh, so our, our two main characters start this relationship and it, everything's going s- pretty smoothly for the most part. He's uh, pretty good with kids and like the, you know. Uh, all, but the, he's got the, money. The, he comes from he's money. He's got a lot of money. He's good apparently. looking. Like I mean, like everything seems perfect. But the is that the way it always works? Well, especially in these horror movies, <laughs> right. I mean, it's too good to yeah. be true. You know, something's up. They're good. If uh, it's too good to be so, true, they will stab you in the face. Correct. Or boil a bunny. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So he gives her a gift, and it's these like heart shaped uh, sapphire Box? earrings. Oh, yeah. No, I yes, all day with that song. <laughs> Um, and she isn't like what I pick up on is she's not that kind of girl, right? Like she doesn't need material things. That's not kind of, her I style. think it's, I think, no, I think it's because in their culture, when you give jewelry, it means that things are serious and she's oh. not, she's dating the dude, but she's not ready to, it was to just go too to big of a later. gift. He yeah. was coming okay. on a little, okay. he was bringing the heat and she's mm. like, uh, he, uh, he brought the heat. Settle down she's there, like, cowboy. I like, I like you. We're have this is good. You know, no problems, but I'm just, I can't accept that. That, that would be like too fast into the next step. Right. Uh, I did not think that, but that's a good, good call. Because she's too much. Like it he was gave the, me jewelry. He, they made it was. A very s- it was too much too soon. It's the gift giving equivalent of anal, right? It's just <laughs> she's just not ready for that yet. You gotta get built up. She's to like, that. whoa, 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 big boy. <laughs> yeah, like let's pump the brakes. Yeah. So meanwhile, <laughs> we should mention this whole thing with Evil Eye, which I don't even understand. I don't. That, I wasn't even going to bring it up because that, it was point. It's I, pointless. But, but, but the movie's they called dr- Evil Eye. We right. have I to talk agree, about this. But they but they drop it real quick. But I okay. I'm glad to know that three of us watch this movie. Three of us have no idea how the Evil Eye works, what it is, how it functions. It's like. The whole beginning of the movie is like something, something protect her from the evil eye, evil eye. She has a necklace of an eye, all this. But what is the evil eye? I, so I guess the dude, I thought a spirit. I don't know. Well, so that's, so that's what I thought. Right. Like is she when she wears the necklace or the the bracelet like it? It's almost like the cloak of invisibility where evil doesn't pick up on her. But as soon as she takes it off, evil finds her. He met her but, before the eye was off right no she took the eye off like on oh wait she was on the computer maybe you're right i thought that she took it off no it wasn't the mom like badgering her about the relationship and then she took it off i thought it was after she met the guy it is they're at the office and they're like we moved in together or he offered the chain breaks or something right it was like no she took it off she was like i'm done and she ripped it off or whatever she broke it she did it it didn't break but on you're right. accident. Like, she she was like pulling at it, and she's like, "I feel I'm like done. there's." I know the scene you're talking about. I feel like there was another scene like where it 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 broke, and then and then she put it back on later. The mom did make a comment about her like not wearing it. She's like, "Oh, she's just she just doesn't wear it sometimes." Hmm. So it's like, I, but then the mom also mentions a curse like from the beginning of the movie that never comes back up. And then there's the weird fart noise that happens yeah. while they're laying in bed together. I totally missed like, that. <laughs> I I only re, I only found it because Kevin pointed it out. Yes. So there's a scene. Thank where you for not leads. backing me up and replying to my tweet, but creeping on my tweet and agreeing I mean, with you, it. You trust me. As much as we interact, it just pops up randomly. <laughs> like Kevin Brackett just tweeted. Uh, there's this noise that plays, and he's like, "I'll never lie to you." <laughs> 
And then he keeps going. And I'm like, why did they leave that? There's two things. He either hit his head on a boom mic, the boom mic guy hit the wall, or he ripped one in the middle of their conversation. <laughs> and why like, is it in the movie? Time to go yeah, back. Why, why did We're they not, not mute it out? I don't understand. Well, it literally... I mean, <laughs> Indian food will do that to you. So <laughs> That's true. It's wonderful food, but woo. <laughs> Like, I don't uh, think we can make that joke. I don't know. That seems well, offensive. <laughs> that's what food does. That's it's how food, food works. It's fantastic. Mexican food will do it to you, too. Like, there's yeah. certain foods that will do that to you. But I, I don't hotness. think that's... It's the hotness. Okay. So, this movie revolves around this thing, Evil Eye, that we have no idea how it functions. It? They never explain it, but it's a thing. So, take that for what it's worth. Yeah. So, the the boyfriend starts to come on pretty strong. Maybe somebody misheard and it was supposed to be evil guy. <laughs> it's just called evil guy. <laughs> was that was evil guy. got it wrong the whole time. Yeah. See, that makes more oh. sense. It's about evil guy. I am so Im- color me red. I am so embarrassed. <laughs> so uh, they, but yeah, they do so move they, on. They they move in. They move. They, they move forward. Where she, well, he gives her money they, to quit her job. I know. Yeah, but, like yeah. It, it becomes a uh, like a controlling relationship under the guise of of helping right oh, yeah. she yes. ends up quitting her job and moving in with him and she has all the amenities that come from his wealth but 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 now she's entirely oh, she's dependent in. upon it yeah if right. she couldn't yeah, leave she, him if she, she wanted has, she'd have no money yeah. no place so yeah he's got her but it she doesn't realize that that doesn't come up but we see as an audience it's obviously unhealthy right. especially early on in this relationship because yeah she's got no other choice now as to what she can do but so the parents start getting wind of this and the dad is more like you know i love the dad who's like yeah man she's fine more of the american mindset he's not so ingrained in that to where she has to meet the perfect guy that they match or whatever he's like yeah he seems like a good guy he comes from money they they are they like each other like let it go and the mom's just like something to do with the evil eye or whatever but she keeps seeing flashes of her past that we find out is her and she's just having a bad feeling about this dude i think she says evil guy there's something about evil guy she keeps saying <laughs> and and you you know you just keep flashing back to where you're like okay get to it let's like they show that flashback so many times yeah right so lot. many times so basically what happens is the mom has this previous relationship that it was a not good it was very abusive uh, with an evil guy to, with an evil guy yeah. she leaves this guy for uh, our main character's dad but the evil guy keeps showing back up and finally there's a confrontation on this bridge uh, and he goes over the bridge, yeah. and this guy dies. That scene where he goes over the bridge is so bad. It's like, so bad. It's like she's it's supposed so to be pushing bad. him off the bridge, and then when they cut to him falling, you see him literally off. standing on the <laughs> other side of, of the bridge wall and then falling off. It's and I'm like, like, oh, now? Now I go? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, the, <laughs> the culture stuff's interesting and well done, but other than that, the writing and the shots and the, like like some of those things are so not good and, and cheesy and um, yeah, Agreed. it's bad. But she, bad. she finds, supposedly, other than what we see and how ridiculous that is, she finds the strength to fight him off because he is physically abusive. And, and she's like nine months pregnant. Yeah, eight months or something with the yeah. the daughter at this point. Right. And so she finds the strength to fight him off. And, of course, he couldn't swim. So when she threw him over the bridge, he drowns. He drowns. But now he's haunting from beyond the grave. And so yeah. the idea. So the, the, the boyfriend well, says something. I think something, all haunting right? is from beyond the grave, right? That depends. Well, I mean, I otherwise it's, it's just if it's that in, If it's that Indian food, <laughs> it's coming back to haunt you no matter what. <laughs> Can, uh, there's something about romanticizing your words. It doesn't have to be so literal. It's, 
so, but the I think the boyfriend is like talking to her. Finally, he talks to her on the phone, and yeah, he, he calls says the dad something. to he get permission. Something. Yes, correct. And he says, he, "Talk." To, he wants the mom and him to talk. Like, let's get on board here. He's a nice kid. But doesn't he say he says something to mm-hmm. the mom that is a trigger? Yes, it's that, the same way the other guy used to talk. Yeah, right. it was the thing about like I'm only doing this for her own good or something right. Like that. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, and she hang the mom hangs up real quick. So she decides. Does she decide to fly to the states? Well, eventually, not quite yet. But she starts flipping out, and so because of the traumatic experience, oh, everyone right, right, right. knows. Like she doesn't leave her house. The dad knows she's got these issues. Her friends know and everything, and so. When he when she talks to him, it starts really triggering back these this PTSD she has, and she's like, only he would say that. It has to be him reincarnated. And so I like that with the culture, and because they do believe in reincarnation, like the concept is good, and the audio right. audible story may be very good because this is really interesting. The killer has been reincarnated, and that's a part of that culture. Cool, I'm on board. Great idea. It's just bad execution here. It's really bad. But so when he died on that bridge, he was reincarnated, and because she like matches up the ages of the guy, and he would have been born right yeah, after that guy I, died. She, she hires a private investigator for a lot of money. And like mm-hmm. that's I, what I appreciate in that aspect is like they're looking at their like astrological signs and mm-hmm. how everything lines up. And the guy's like, no, they line up perfectly. That was like, great. That was a very funny before. moment to where it's, I enjoyed that. That was yeah before like, she was freaking out. I can't believe it. And he, he's like, I, she's like, I knew it. And he's like, no, they're perfect. Yeah, for each 10 other. out of 10 like, match. What? Yeah. And so that stuff was really interesting. But when she starts freaking out, the, the dad is like, you've, you know, You've got to calm down like I'm here for you. And everyone just thinks that what she's saying, because it would sound crazy if you weren't in this movie. Right. And so she says that because of the guy's age and how he was born right after that guy died, his spirit was reincarnated after he died into this guy. Now, at this point in the movie, we don't know if that's true or false, but it's matching up. But everyone just thinks she's crazy. And so, well, that's what the dad even says. He's like he calls his daughter and says, look, if you get a call from your mom, like She's off her meds. Mm. She's off her rocker. Just disregard whatever she's saying. And, you know, the daughter's like, okay. And I feel like we know it's true because the movie's not called Unusual Coincidence. Yes. (laughs) True. It's called Evil. It's called Evil Well, that's that's why I'm saying the reveal is so lazy in this one and the others because you know it and they keep There was never any tension. It's just just literally part of the narrative structure. Yeah, just show (laughs) me when this guy's... I feel like what they... What they were trying to do is the bomb under the table thing, right? Like the audience knows that he's the bad guy, right? And we're just waiting for that to to detonate, but it just never does. It's just bo- I mean, it does sort of, but it's, it's like lackluster. A, it's like yeah. one. It's like instead of it being a you bomb, don't... it's one of those little like poppers. Yeah, that, like yeah, boop. the snap pops that you throw. The snap, like, exactly, because you never really until the very end. You never really see any uh, flashes of. Of his evil guyness, no, right? Like, sure, no, I, mean, I agree. He does things that are controlling, but they are explainable and and can seem like romantic or helpful gestures. And you never get that moment, you know, 
that for lack of a you know I wouldn't one literally like this but you never get that mustache twirling moment where when she turns away and he's like ha 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 or you know a flash of anger that she just happens to miss like you he really is on his best behavior not just for her but for the viewer so like you know it's coming but you don't get you it never really ramps up the tension it's just this thing of like oh but later he's gonna be a but then he but then the reveal is on a phone call which seems so lackluster in a film right because it's different if you're in an audio thing that's all you can really do other than face-to-face conversation so he calls the mom and after like basically people think she's crazy and then you know he's acting all nice and normal but then they talk on the phone and he's like hey you know you're just like whatever and he starts talking about their past memories and so she knows that he's confirming he's the guy and he's like i told you i want to see you in person blah blah blah. so that triggers her to go to america she leaves she leaves a note for the husband you know and he's of course freaking out and worried about her but she comes to america and meets up with the dude and it's just like it's so lackluster there wait how do how do they get to how do they meet up because she's coming there to protect her daughter and then all of a sudden, she. I think she, she goes. goes to, she goes to his to the place apartment. That I thought he says like, "I've got a place. You can come stay with me." And I thought she showed up there. I don't remember. Maybe the it's their new I apartment. Either way, she shows up and he's there. And then it's just like, "Yeah, I'm the guy, and all I've ever wanted is you." And you know, it's just like this creepy. And he's like, "If you tell her, I'm going to kill all of you." Yeah. So they have this awkward dinner, uh, and finally, what I think is actually a pretty good reveal is. Um, the mom is wearing the exact same earrings, sapphire yeah. earrings, and I thought that was a like I, I like that. Part. I know we're gonna dog on this movie, but that I thought that was a fun little I reveal thought, where she kind of like pulls her hair back and she's wearing the same earrings. I don't know. I, I think it'd be better if somehow he had given the same earrings, but it's like okay, he bought another pair of this guy only gives the one exact style of earrings. Like I don't know. I, I it, took it as like that's his move. That's you know, what I. That's, you know what I mean? Like that. It. That's that's his go-to move, and and that it worked before, and so he's going to do it again. Like it's that's twenty right. years later. Where did he get the exact same style hey man, and design of if earrings? It, if it works, it works. <laughs> yeah, I, you just stick with you. Stick with what you I, know. I know. I just think that's a little. I get that if it's his move, but it's like. If there was some way the film would have explained, oh, these come from that one really rare mountain that you can only get these earrings, and they somehow explained why he has multiple of the same, or that it was special that he has the same. But what was that movie we saw with uh, Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz, where the gal just kick-ass. like would leave a no Hit girl? <laughs> it was that no, it was that bad horror movie where the gal would like Grace. leave purses. Is that what it was? It called Grace. It was oh yeah, where, Greta. Where, now this, this Greta, guy, Greta, Greta, where the guys just got like purses, a whole drawer, a drawer full of these earrings, and that's yeah. just like that's what he uses. But yeah, so but also, I mean, if th- this guy comes from enough money, like he could just have a maid too. Like that's you know, sure. I I just uh, I mean, cause they established that the guy's got fu money. Yeah, for right? sure. So yeah. I you know. Yeah. I didn't care for the reveal. I thought it was dumb. I, I, thought, I don't know. The, I the thought, last I, ten minutes were fine, like with the, the yeah. knockdown drag out in the kitchen. And we're like, oh, sure. there's something's going to occur. Right. I mean, yeah. Okay. You're. Yeah. I think by the time you get to the end, though, and and again, I, thought, I watched oh my this. God, fourth. This ending <laughs> was <sighs> so like. I liked the fight. I liked the reveal. Boyfriend ends up getting killed in the process. Mom gets stabbed. Mom uh, gets stabbed. A, he's about to drown her, the daughter, in the sink. And then yes. what does the mom do to kill him? Hits him with a pot or something? Hits him with a pot. A lot. 
and he starts bleeding out or whatever. Yeah, and he, he, either way, he dies. And they go to the so hospital. So we end up. We end well, up no, I don't hospital, think he dies. Not you go to the no, hospital. No, he dies. No, be- you go to the hospital. Yeah, because that's the very last thing before the credits. You can't get there yet. That's the whole no, the, revelation at the end. No, the last thing is a, a baby. Yeah, because the guy dies and he's reincarnated as the baby. Right. So I'm saying I thought he died in the house. No, he dies in the hospital. That's what the flat oh. line is. And then you see a baby okay. that he was reincarnated. Okay. I'm as. with you. See, I'm that's you. that's what I mean. So he's in the hospital down the hall or whatever. So the daughter and mom are there, and then there's an Indian doctor, and you can tell the mom's thinking like, oh, well, there's also, a nice- but like, of course, of course, the the doctor that walks right. in is a brilliantly handsome okay. yeah. uh, Indian man. Yeah. So, of course, you know, they they do the whole thing again. And yeah, but the last shot of the movie is this tiny little baby waking up. Yeah, you hear a flat like, oh, line. So we're, so we're going to start over with the daughter's kids? Like that's I know. Next... That's where I was like, so like, oh boy, when he's going to, I just uh, picture her at 80 and he's like, in this. 25 year old guy being like no i still love you it's it's jaws <laughs> four all over again yeah so i mean yeah like, this was what I, would be I the end game like this. of this of this plot know. you know like well he can only do it like one more time max and then it's just maybe right, yeah right, i guess right. he can go for the daughter because he still seemed to like her maybe that's he yeah, could go to the daughter's I mean, kids but i mean the the at this point she's but 30 but if he likes the daughter, he was he was he already had her. Like, why did he then do the? You know what I mean? Like, what's the what's the point well, of was, the reincarnation? Like, it was all to get back do? at the mom. But you're right. Once he, I mean, yeah. At some point, I don't yeah. know what his end game is. It's all it's to show is that evil lives. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up on Audible right now and see how long it is. Yeah. Uh, hats off for the culture. I mean, the actors were good. Like for what they were doing, like they weren't the problem. But I just. I don't think it translates like we said. The suspense wasn't there. And yeah, no. there's by the time you get to the end, sure, something happens, but it's like, I don't know, it's, this was the fourth movie I watched of these, and I'm just like... Ah. This thing was a snooze. Yeah. It was and definitely I, a snooze. Well, it, yeah. Talk yeah. about snooze. Wait till we get into the next one. Yeah. Agreed. And although uh, I, I got to say, I actually like the next one better, but... I did like the next one better. But I get... But... But I, you know, but I get that... It's a very frustrating movie. This movie, so Nocturne is not, it's not near as smart or clever as it thinks it is Yo, at all. It's, it's so, so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I in, in, enjoyed it as it was unfolding more than once it was over when I'm just like, this is all we're doing? Like, That's, I thought we were- Nothing go- happens yeah. toward the nothing end. Happens. There's like one- one half scary thing like scary in quotes and one actual scary thing like when you see a dead person the whole yeah. movie is nothing but a girl playing piano until the end so i think <laughs> that they've got something yeah it's called right? like, and, th- and what they've got is called black swan yes yeah that's exactly this is right black swan almost beat for beat except for the yeah. dancing and everything is so much more enthralling than a fake a cut to a hand double playing piano right yeah, <laughs> for the entire movie, the entire yeah. movie is cut to her face, cut to someone else playing piano, cut to her face, cut to something. Yeah. You never see a full body shot. Clearly, she doesn't play piano. If she does, they did her a disservice because you never see her doing it. Um, the entire movie, it's just two sisters 
One is, seems to have all the luck. One of them played piano when she was a kid and got scared and, and really never played again. And then she finds a dead girl's journal that has some creepy drawings in it. And she starts getting possessed by that spirit or whatever. And So here's the, here's the thing about a horror movie is... Well, I don't think she's possessed so much is i i mean i i took it as she's she's having a psychotic break you know she's not mentally well oh i did i don't i think i think it's probably i think the journal definitely that's why the first girl killed herself the journal and the pictures and stuff and the words definitely have some kind of an effect over them but here's the problem here here's the problem with that is when it comes to like a possession movie the movie will give you some sort of reason or explanation as to how they became possessed, right? Like yeah. in The Exorcist, we know what happened to Reagan. Like and, and so at any but in this one it's just like, well, how the hell did this thing They never show you the backstory to, of the journal. They, they don't tell you never show you the backstory of the journal. They don't show you who the demon or, is. Or that other gal. Like I think that opening scene is good. Like I always appreciate a cold open. So like her playing the piano and then jumping violin. off and you're like, what the hell? Are, violin, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what the hell are we getting into? Sure. And then we never get anything else like that. Until the end. You get something yeah. else like end. that. Which, I mean, well, I it, it lines true, up yeah. with them having the same fate. But all the in-between is so terribly boring. Again, yep. it's like there's two sisters and then um, the one, the, the good sister, the one that is really good at piano and seems Vivian, to always... Oh, V. You know who that is? You know who that is, right? No. It's Bethany from Jumanji. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 And she was good. Like, that's the other thing is, like, we've seen that actress before and we've liked that actress. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, man, this is terrible okay <laughs> this is awful gotcha so uh, so so v is is the star piano player and she seems to always be getting ahead and she gets into juilliard to play piano and the other sister hasn't even gotten accepted to a school and her parents are trying to tell her like hey it's okay you know you don't need to go do all that blah 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 i, I like the aspect of like it's not that the other sister isn't talented she just isn't quite as talented i agree right? she's I not confident the- she yeah, she lost her confidence because of that second grade whatever yeah. when she they're both froze. At, they're both at this extremely competitive art school and yeah. and the sister gets accepted into Juilliard and the 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 other sister Juliet I think her name is do, yeah. doesn't get into yeah, Juilliard it but it's also we come to find out the absolutely only school she applied to which is right like ridiculous what are yeah. you doing she didn't yeah. cast a wide nut <laughs> Right. So here, here's the thing about a horror slash possession movie, I guess, is you need to have somebody that you're rooting for, right? Like we talk about that all the time with Stephen King movie books, right? Like you're you're they they flush out those characters, you're rooting for those characters, and then the bad things start happening to those characters, right? This I don't main like character, anybody in this movie. This because this main character is a jackass. She all of them are. All they had to do was make her likable. And not not all, but it would have really helped if you cared about Jewel, Juliet, Jules, Ju- you know, whatever. Yeah, they, if, if, I think where this movie should have gone, what would have been an interesting take, and is if you would have went through the first half or two thirds of this movie sympathizing with Juliet, the protagonist, yeah. only to find out that we've been seeing things from her point of view, and if you rethink it all, 
like she's you, awful. You realize she's awful, and it's mm-hmm. the talented sister who seems to have everything is actually the sympathetic one, and and we've just been sympathizing with the wrong person. Like I think that would have is... been a nice head fake, but mm-hmm. it kind of does that. But it like, kind of does, but not really because the the old, the other sister is still kind just as bad, kind, not just as bad, but that's true. Kind of douchey, and. And so it's yeah, like it's and then it wants to play this game between like what's real and what's in her uh, what's a part of her madness or possession psychosis. or, or Yeah. Whatever. And but it's like it never really answers no. its own questions in that regard. It, this and, is almost yeah. like Christine, right? Like the, the character in Christine is like the nerdy guy and then. All he gets a hold of this car, and the car gets a hold of him. So that's, I mean, it's kind of the same premise as Christine as well. But again, with Christine, a Stephen King novel, you care about that guy, right? It's so when it's he tra- starts it, to turn. I don't remember the movie so much, but I remember the book. Like, it's a tragic downfall because, like, yeah. you start off liking this guy. It's an interesting journey that you go on in the book because you start off liking the dude, and then at some point it. It switches. I mean, it's kind of like Breaking Bad in that regard. And then by the end, you're just like, mm-hmm. "F this guy." Yeah, I, it's they they flip it right. Yeah. Like you, he's the nerd, and he's got like the jerk best friend. And then by the end of the movie, it's flipped. Right, where you're caring about the best friend instead of the jerk. And this is kind of in the same. They they try to do that. They just they expedite just, her being a jerk too quick. They as soon do, as she gets any talent, quick. she starts acting like a total ass. And so yeah, she she so she's got like this. Uh, I would say like crippled, uh, drunken piano teacher who has her best interest at heart, but she decides to go against what he says and plays this different selection that, like, that's the main part, but, right? Like, as you know, soon I don't as know that decides, this, I don't know that this teacher does. This teacher's kind of a like. I mean, he's basically like, you know, you're an also ran, and you need to make your peace with that. Like, he's not, he's not really helping her. Yeah, maybe. And he's not encouraging it, I, I her I to be felt... better. He's like encouraging her to be complacent. Yeah, he's basically yeah. like, "This is as good as you're ever gonna get. Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> so it. Just call it a day." Where when you have a kid who, I mean, she does have t- talent. Like you can't, Clearly. you know what I mean? And she does, you know, she's perform again. She's performing at an incredibly high level. So she, it's just she's surrounded by people who are also performing at an incredibly high level. But when you have somebody with that kind of talent, who's from what I can my take from the movie is she's willing to work twice as hard as any of those people are mm-hmm. right like that's part of why she's so frustrated with her sister because she feels like her sister has has more raw talent but spends less time nurturing it and she's like this is bs and and so you know a teacher should should foster that especially at a school that clearly is Super expensive. <laughs> yeah, right? No kidding. Like, and you're I will paying say her a lot parents... of money for this mf'er to to nurture your kid. <laughs> like she's not said. Instead, she... you're like, no, you'll be all right. Yeah, she's not just going to PS one nineteen. Like this is a like, super <laughs> expensive private arts school. And this guy's like, yeah, you know, maybe you'll teach some kids piano. Anyway, have a good day. And, well, uh, the parents, the parents are douchebags. So yes. it, when you when you see how Ju- these kids was turn that Julie out... Benz? 
I don't know. It was uh, as the mom. She is a douche, whoever she was. Like the way she yeah. talked at dinner, like they're both super rich and they're in Europe. So they just leave their kids to do all this stuff while they're gone. So they're gone the whole middle of the movie. And then they come back and they're just so out of touch and like yeah. just snobby rich people. But so the premise, so it all starts up the when the uh, Julie, Juliet is feeling all down and everything. The girl from the beginning who plays violin, she kills herself. And so they need someone else to do like there's the main... like a there's like a big like end of year performance type thing. And, and there's one key slot that gets all mm. the attention and it apparently has launched many people's careers. And yeah. and and this girl had that slot until she killed herself. And so now they're re-auditioning for that performance right and of course who gets the slot but v the the sister that gets everything and so juliet's very um jealous of that because of all the reasons we stated and so she finds in like i think the back of the mailbox of the girl that killed herself well she's she's getting her mail and then they're cleaning out this girl's mailbox and the notebook falls out yeah and she's like hey hey hey, this is yours and then of course she starts reading the notebook and uh the longer she has the notebook in her possession uh, the more the what we assume is either her psychosis or the possession takes hold. So uh, and the book, the way just to spoil it, what she at first thinks it's like maybe telling her future, but what it really is, it's like the sequence of events that the whoever right, possesses right. this notebook and reads it, it's like stage one, two, three, four, and five, and so it's like this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and ultimately you're going to kill yourself. And so <laughs> there are scenes. I'm just thinking of like as we progress through like the 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 sequence of events and it's like this okay this girl's very busty and there are whole i mean there's probably at least three minutes of her just running around Mm -hmm. in like a crop top t-shirt and i'm like i don't think this is this isn't a thing anymore like this isn't a friday the 13th movie where you can get away with this and it just it just it takes me out it took me out even further where it's like you're just ha- and then there's like there's a whole scene where she it looks like she's running on a treadmill with like a weird light behind her and it's just her it, like they're moving she's not moving they're moving things around her and it's like what are we doing what are we trying to do in this movie other than turn Joe oh, on apparently it, it didn't <laughs> like that's the thing it's like I do not recall do any of these I don't either I but... what I do remember is as the movie progresses she dresses more provocatively like as yes. as as she confidence gets more confidence she also starts to dress sexier yes anyway so they're auditioning for this new role we find out that v has this really uh, acclaimed teacher he's like if you or go to this school you want to have this guy as your teacher we eventually find out she that, got the good teacher yeah he, <laughs> we eventually find out he got second place this huge competition which is still second place but like that's a huge honor and he conducted this thing and you know he was this virtuoso in his own right but he's teaching so clearly things didn't go according to plan but that's who v has and she nails the audition and ends up getting this role and you know Juliet's jealous because of all this and well, also don't forget Juliet auditions for the for that slot by by playing the exact same piece of music that her sister is playing right mm-hmm. so right. it's definitely like a shot across the bow and everybody's kind of like what are you doing yeah and then I mean she's late to the audition and the sister wakes her up and of course you know not of course but like the Juliet has had her period so like there's blood all over the place 
so like and V is like trying to get her she gets her up like she gets her to the audition so it's not like she's being a jerk she's like come on we gotta go and then it's V isn't she, really a bad person. she's not right. she's trying to she make has it out some bad character flaws but and, it, I mean and that's why I thought it would be a nice kind of switch if like after kind of thinking like seeing things through one angle and thinking she's bad realizing that like oh she wasn't doing bad things it, but the sister was perceiving it that way and you know like that would have been I think a nice you know I, twist is too strong of a word but approach but, but at the end yeah, of the day don't. the only thing she does bad is to get back at her sister when she feels the sister has wronged her which I think is just like typical teenager stuff. Petty teenage it's, not, stuff, it's, yeah. it's not her sister being like I'm the best and the prettiest and the best piano player and you're a failure she doesn't say anything remotely mean until the end when the sister has stolen her boyfriend stolen her music <laughs> busted her arm caused her to break her arm so right. she can't play piano V only does these mean things to get back at her sister who that's what I mean the the and Juliet the, is the jerk and the things that she that that that, that V says like they're mean but they're also not untrue they are <laughs> true. I mean, like you shouldn't are, say those true. things especially before right. a big recital but after all V has gone through you can see how a sister who's had everything taken from her would say these things right. in a matter of like 2 days yeah. yeah so like it's not like this has happened over a month or th- it's this is in 48 hours the the sister who i mean basically had everything loses her boyfriend loses probably a scholarship loses her teacher loses her teacher and loses uh her ability to play in this big recital it loses yeah. her so it's, no i would go i think we're forgetting something she doesn't lose her ability to play in this big recital she loses her ability to play like that's she, true she does break they do her, say her like, arm gets broken because yeah. of of motion things that were set in motion mm-hmm. by Juliet. So so now it's like she might not ever play piano at this level again. Her Juilliard so, scholarship thing may not even happen. I mean because right. if she can't play that's what she's there to do. You're it's a performing arts school. You have to do your thing there. Right. Um so the teacher, the good teacher, quote unquote, the the expert teacher Cast, is a total I think creeper. His name was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's a total creeper, and you know that the whole movie. So, you know, they keep setting up. You're like, what is this guy going to do? We eventually find out that V was sleeping with him. Right. Which is like, oh, that's not good. Bad move. Because at first you're like, well, maybe he's just like a really hard teacher, but he's good. And then they reveal that. Oh, he was a hard teacher. Oh, he's a hard teacher. All right. Yeah. that's We've established (laughs) that. (laughs) But you question, is Juliet just being a jerk? And, you know, he's a tough teacher, but he really does have these kids' best interests. And then you're like, no, no, he's a creeper. He's sleeping with a student. Yeah. She tries to come on to the teacher once they start interacting. Well, I don't even think that's like so... Well, she says it. She yeah, this part was handled oddly to me. It was because, uh, see, that's where I'm at. Because like they they paint this guy as the guy who's who's banging students, and then when she comes on to him, he's like he pushes her away. He's like just appalled at the concept, but clearly he is sleeping with the other one. So like like. Th- I'm just like what I, I I don't know what he was questioning there. Maybe it was weird because he was sleeping with the sister, so he's like, "This is too weird." You know, yeah, like, it doesn't seem like a path he'd go yeah, down, but like it seemed like that would be a selling point. But I, it was weird. It was right. you say it would be honestly, a selling like, point. Is that what you said for him? Yeah. Oh, for, sure. For the creeper guy. The creeper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because I think a, again, a better angle. Like I feel like they're close to having a fair, a good movie here. I agree. And I it's agree. like it, to me, a better angle is not have the supernatural aspect at all. Right. And and take that out of it. I'm or not even or entire, don't take it out of it. 
I'm not even entirely convinced there is a supernatural element to this movie, but... Um, I think that's testament to how bad the movie is, because yeah. I think clearly there is one, and you didn't even agree with that. Yeah, because, so I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think it's more about her psychosis, and, like, I think a better movie is he was sleeping with the violin girl, you know, and who doesn't mm-hmm. like a movie with sex and violence? But uh, <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> like, he's sleeping with the violin girl, and it drives her insane, and she kills herself, yeah. and then he just rolls into the next one. Like I like. So the teacher's the one that's like, setting up, like, the mental... The teacher's the one that's caught, and, and then he just finally mm. gets kind of a batch of kids that, like, have other issues, and that, that pushes them even to further yeah. ends than just... Or even, you know, or even you tell a story where you you show what could be supernatural stuff, right? And then there's a a five minute montage at the end where you're like, oh no, none of that was real. Like it was, yeah. just her, it was always like, her psychosis. Like because yes, that's always in because her head. so much of the supernatural stuff that we see is from her mindset, and they right. they say that she's on these the, these strong psychotropic. Oh yeah, she's drugs. popping pills constantly. Right, and, yeah, and, and so like. That, that's why I'm like I'm I'm not convinced that there is a supernatural element to this film. I I mean I think that it's a fair interpretation. I'm just saying oh. I think there's also an interpretation of the movie where there was nothing supernatural going on, and right. this girl was having a psychotic break and toggling back and forth between reality and her own hallucinations. And I think in a better movie that definitely yeah called like, Black Swan. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that's Black Swan. Like that's it's exactly Black Swan. I mean, Black Swan is. I mean, you know, if you if you if you'll recall for or for people who haven't seen it, like it's it. You know, it's set against the super competitive art backdrop of you know New York ballet and this girl who is not mentally well balanced is striving to be this great ballerina but instead she's just a really good ballerina right there's always someone this other person who's a little bit better than her and then uh and then you know and then she ends up what she goes to a party and she takes drugs and then she has this sexual escapade that has these major ramifications and you never she you're never really entirely sure what's real or what's in her head and then she gives the performance of her lifetime and right mm-hmm. so it's the exact same problem. i mean like it's the yeah, same it's, you know movie. you know what black swan doesn't have what's that baby Go on. baby eating touche well yes that's true there's yeah. no baby eating in no black baby swan eating. or rock monsters for yes. that matter <laughs> uh those are some old-timey references for the the, yeah. The so, so this, so yeah, the sister. The, your, to your point, I mean, Juliet does have these anxiety issues, and but I think that all spawns from that second grade performance where she lost sure. her ability to perform, and so now she's so anxious, and she's always popping pills, and she's like passing out in the middle of playing. She's so worked up, and yeah, and the pills are taking their effect, and all this stuff. Um, but so when she eventually gets to the performance, like after she has sex with the sister's boyfriend and does all this crazy stuff, she gets, she does land this part and she gets to the performance and she has this, she has this a panic. Is, so the sister comes in, Jules come, or V comes in and, and lays into her, tears her, tears her a new one. Yeah. Right. Before. And then she goes out there and she's about to play and she freaks out like, and she jumps down and she sits and like oh, away from the whatever and then she goes she sees the this light this light which has been a a thing 
I guess throughout when the, the sister broke movie, her arm, they were in this woods at this party, right. and then she sees this like light, this bright light. And while she's seeing the bright light, the sister goes a little too far, and she ends up falling off a drop, and that's how she breaks her arm. So right. it's not like the sister hit her arm or anything. But no, she no, didn't, no, she didn't say like, "Hey, slow down." But then but when it, the boyfriend, okay, so in that hold defense, on, when the boyfriend though, comes to look for, her, she calls out to him and says, "Hey, there's a ledge. Stop. You're going too far." And that what that creates the tension between the two. I will say. When V falls off of the cliff, Jules' head is down. Like she is, she has, she was staring at this bright w- yellow light, and and V runs past her while she's right. staring well, into this. That's light. why I said we know that. I, right, but, right, right, right. We know that. But oh, that, I see what that's you're what saying. I'm saying I'm we, sorry. she's she was staring at the bright light when the sister fell off. Yes, but that creates the contention because then the boyfriend walks over and she's like, "Hey, there's a cliff." And right, the sister's right, like, right. "Why didn't you call out to me?" That's the then now the sister's mad at her, even though we know she's being possessed or seeing visions or whatever. Correct. But okay. so, so this is the part at the very end when she's about to play where it separates into two things and, and the psychosis, whatever's going on in her head. So we see her get onto the stage and everyone's clapping and everything. And she sits at the piano and she just walks away. She gets too right. freaked out. Freaks she can't out. play, walks away, cries does all this stuff and then does she go up to the so what happens she goes up to the roof and then there's a she's looking into the bright the bright light and she comes to and she's like finishing she's finishing the piano Mm. everybody's freaking out and you know they're standing ovation and even the sister v is smiling Mm. and i was like oh all right well that's okay so She's completely possessed at this point, and and the principal or whatever comes over, gives her flowers, and she's like, "They love you. You're a star." And she's like, right. "I am a star." But and then, then we flash forward, flash. and she actually <laughs> did step off the roof to kill herself. So that and was I th- all. I thought the 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 way her face was right, like her face is kind of mangled and blood everywhere. And I do, I think, just like the smile that she gives at the end, I was like, yeah, that's creepy. Like, that's yeah, a creepy the Pennywise paint? Kinda, yeah. yeah she's yeah. upside down. She had fallen down on a statue that was on the ground, you know, when she stepped off the roof, and there's a, a upside down, like, red paint, like Pennywise, the new one has, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Not, not Skarsgård, Skarsgård. But... Then there's then what are they trying to say here? There's a bunch I of don't kids. Know. There's a bunch of kids walking right past it. There is no way. Are they trying to say, oh, people are so consumed with technology in themselves? Or I they think don't, that like, like what are they saying here? They think that it's art. Yeah, that's but what I'm like. But what the are, statue's <laughs> been there for the whole movie, so like, yeah. it's not like no. They're putting the statue up. They're putting the statue. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. the statue is being built in like the beginning of the movie, and I was like, well, that's all right. That, but they tried to be clever, a but dead girl, I like <laughs> leaking blood. I think like, they're trying to say a commentary on kids and phones and whatever. I, but I couldn't tell if it was that or because the kids were ignoring it. Like the students walking around campus were just blase as they were walking by the statue with a rotting carcass on it. That <laughs> yeah. that they were still trying to leave in your head like. Ooh, which ending is real? We don't know. Oh, uh, see, that's oh, see, yeah. that's stupid though because it yeah, is stupid. Because... Like, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, I like that was that was kind of my take. Is like it was like it wasn't really telling you which version was real. You know? Yeah. See, yeah. That, yeah, I agree with Joe. That's way worse then because the whole thing is like she in her head 
the reason the violin person killed herself, you can only presume, is because she saw the same thing. She had a vision of herself doing something amazing, like in her last instant of life, and then right. she killed herself. And then now Juliet does the exact same thing. And so her very last thing she sees, like this thing's possessing you. And I took it as like it gave her the vision that she was performing, so she didn't really know what she was doing, but it was making her kill herself. And then she should be dead. Like that's how at least the movie works. Cause this thing yeah. has caused both these people to kill themselves. If you leave it open, that completely defeats the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause we know the first girl killed herself. So yeah, I, it was just dumb. I thought the I whole think thing if was they wanted so to do boring. Something, they would, they would show it to where like, I don't know, the notebook falls and somebody else picks the notebook up. Yeah, I mean this like, had, just like the last one. I mean, it had, you only can presume it didn't end here. So why is there no revelation of it continuing? I guess yeah. you can just guess it will. But the, these were not good. Oh, I thought, I, but I think this one in particular because you didn't have the culture, you didn't have at least the interesting things to look at that you did in the la- in Evil Eye and Nocturne. It's like an hour and. 10 minutes of watching a hand double play piano and then like 20 <laughs> minutes of some random drama and I like Nocturne better but I just think that but it's also it's it like it's swinging for the fences a little bit more and yeah. so when it misses yeah. it's more it's a lot more frustrating and so like because the ending is just really for all of its creepy grandeur is just kind of like but what does any of it mean and like, <laughs> i think i'm starting to like it less now that it's been compared to black swan <laughs> you didn't a, pick up I, on that like that i was, did initially but like the more we're talking about it, i was like it is exactly yeah, the like, same that's all i could think though i actually looked it up on wikipedia and reread the plot summary because i was like I mean, it's been the movie's ten years old, and I'm just like, sure, sure, sure. I'm like, is this as much as I'm remembering? And I was like, well, son of a bitch, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that I, does even make it worse if it's just a cheap imitation. Like that's too close, and I don't know. I the the thing is with these movies, there was nothing really creepy in either of them, and I think if you're going to sell a movie as being this horrifying thriller, psychological suspense thing, and right. you're going to try to put a couple images like you, she sees the dead spirit a couple times of the girl that killed her. Yourself, yeah. but none of it was ever scary none of it was that tension filled and I think there just wasn't enough creepiness to it like these movies I think for audiences that did go in to watch these got completely bait and switched yeah. and yep. they, they yep, can't yep, be yep. happy with what they got with you know I think I think they may have shot themselves in the foot because if they wanted to do their version of Tales from the Crypt or the Twilight Zone or the Outer Limits you can't lead with something that's an hour and a half, right? Like the lies an hour and a half. It's a legit movie. They all are. Uh, They're all. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, if now, since they did that, they have to keep up with that format. Now, now they're if, movies. They should have just been our episodes. You can go think, back and f- you they if they wanted to, they could they could go. I mean, Twilight Zone did a season with hour long episodes. I mean, you can. Yeah, do that's it, true. You know, like. Well, I just meant like, yeah, I guess you could whittle these. You could definitely whittle all of these down to an hour. You could absolutely whittle them down <laughs> yeah. to an hour, except for maybe the lie. That's the only one I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe that's your season finale. Yeah, I think they maybe tried. And this is just speculation, but I think they tried to differentiate themselves because all those, like for the most part, Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, those are like hour long. Mm-hmm. You know, they're more television type things. And I think yeah. Blumhouse is like, well, we're going to do a bunch of twisty, turny horror, quote unquote, movies, but they're going to be movies, and so it's a collection of movies. Like this isn't a rip off of the Twilight Zone. We're doing movies. Oh no, no, no. You know? Oh, I yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just think if they wanted to do that, if they wanted their own, right? Like there's been. Uh, 
kind of like re- revamps of all of that stuff. Um, Shutter has one. I this, the Twilight Zone was CBS, right? Yes. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries came back to Netflix. So like they've all kind of got this anthology sh- these these shows. There's a creep I show. There's a creep show anthology. Creep shows show. on Shutter. Yeah. That's the one on Shutter. Um, they can't do Twilight Zone because it's a it's a muck up of rights. Like there's a, that's why it's never been released on Blu-ray. Wait, Twilight um, Zone's never been on Blu-ray? No, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah you said Twilight I say Twilight Zone. Zone? Yeah. You said Twilight oh, no. Zone. I was like, what? Like, no, so... Tales from the Crypt has never been released on Blu-ray, and it's yeah. not on streaming. It's on streaming. so frustrating. Oh, it's, it is. Yeah, you can get it on Voodoo. No, no, I mean like it's not an HBO like include. Oh, like, yeah, it like, on you HBO, can buy it. Not... You can buy yeah. it on streaming. It, I, it's yeah, because I, I I bought the they had the first three seasons on sale for like five bucks each, and I was like, Sold. always do that. If yeah, you I, ever see those. Even at ten bucks, buy them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, but but they're not. Are they HD or they SD? They're SD. They're still. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Like go. to Joe's point, like I'm not buying them in SD, and like they're not <laughs> streaming on HBO because the rights issues where all the other HBO shows are streaming. So that's it's just a very confusing mix of rights. Sure. Yeah. And I just felt like for for Amazon saw an opening and Blumhouse saw an opening to kind of have the same their cake and eat it too, and it was a mess. I, I mean. In theory, it should work, right? Yeah, like it's Plumhouse should, should absolutely work. Anthology stuff works. Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, Creep Show, Tales from the Crypt—they work. They were just very bad choices. Like they, yeah. Yeah. the the the, yep, yep, yep. the execution is where it lies. This, the concept is not original, and the concept is a tested thing that works. They just unfortunately delivered three out of four bad products, and one. Okay, so I think two, two bad. I I mean I, I I'm not going to say that Black Box was bad. It's a it's a good concept it should have been an hour but it's not a bad it's not poorly done not, it's nowhere near as poorly done as these two i mean in that regard they're all competent i would say none of them are bad if you're measuring like that i just mean three misses and i think yes. the lie is good but it's out of place to and, where it's and i think a lot of people did not like the lie like i i, I like the lie but i think a lot of people mm. were like thought it was slow and didn't go anywhere and i to me, it was not slow, and it did mm-hmm. go somewhere, and I and I liked it. But I also get, you know, why someone might walk away from that, especially th- expecting a more traditional horror movie and being like, "This is what we're doing." So, right. it's because it's really more of an art house movie with a twist. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yep. That's and the problem. It's the messaging is so mixed totally. with this thing. Yeah, that if you're expecting horror, the lie is your least favorite, and it's the best film. In our yeah. opinion, I mean, Twilight it's... Zone is great, right? But if the, if they told you that you were going to see a Christmas movie and then they put you down in front of, uh, you know, Twilight Zone episode, <laughs> you would not walk away going, "That was great." You'd exactly. walk away going, "What did you just show me?" Right? right? Like, I hope they've got something with the other four. But if anything about this execution, the way they showed the first two that were the strongest, and we thought they were a little lackluster for this yeah. thing. I don't know what the back for isn't it weird be, that they, like there there's two versions of VHS like VHS one and VHS two mm-hmm. that kind of tackle the same concept but are just so much better and those shorts are well because they're shorts because they're shorts right like you don't yeah but you I'm can saying, tell like, a little segment in a short that that's our main uh, problem is these are hour right, and a half that right. had no, no business being. I, I am with you. Yeah. Like I am. It's just like you can tell these little stories, and you can even take like clip it. You know, take a a segment from VHS and turn it into an hour. If it's but good enough, sure. They they couldn't do it. Like yeah. then these then these don't work. So uh, there you go. There's your next two entries in the <laughs> Blumtree House of Horror. So uh, 
I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the virtual table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month. Get all sorts of bonus content, and you help us out, and we appreciate it. So... Anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Nina gets a standing ovation. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.